Yo, 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 my hard-moving motherfuckers, I am back after a long, long hiatus. Uh, my equipment was fucked up, so really couldn't, really couldn't do no podcast, but I got everything straightened out, man, and I am back. It's your boy T-Shine, Horror Movie Hood Review, um, missed everybody, missed doing this. Uh, really, really glad to be back. Um, I've, I've got coming up, man. I got some good movies, some recent movies, uh, that I'm going to be reviewing. And I've, I've came on today to talk about, just to kind of talk about, uh, it, I put it in a horror movie, uh, category because this this documentary it's actually a documentary is fucking a horror story in its own it's 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 crazy it's full of twists and turns and drama and i I know if you if you've watched uh, I believe it was on maybe Netflix first. Uh, now it's on Discovery Plus. So if you have a chance, get Discovery Plus. You can get it. Watch this documentary and cancel it. But it is the curious case of Natalia Grace. One of the craziest fucking documentaries I have seen. And that's I, that's what I watch. I watch a lot of that. I watch a lot of uh, you know homicide investigations. Uh, I don't you know I don't get into the first forty eight and all that because it's uh, it brings back memories of what I've really gone through, really gone through, and really have seen. But this documentary is so fucking crazy, so crazy. It, it 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 starts off with a family. I'm not sure if I could say the name. Uh, I may be able to because it's a documentary. Um, but it's uh, fuck it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it anyway. I, I believe it's the Barnett family, and they adopted this this girl, Natalia Grace, and. She was from Ukraine. Uh, the family uh, took, you know, they took her in. It, it, it boils down to at first that she had, she was supposed to be six, between six and eight years old. I don't even think they knew her age, which was kind of fucked up to begin with. So. You know that's that that's one that I'm like, man, y'all should have definitely, uh, you know, done uh, dental testing because if if you're a child, you're still at that age, you're still losing your 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 teeth as a child. If you're an adult, you're not gonna lose any more teeth, and so they tried to say that she had pubic hair. Uh, when the mother gave was giving her a bath, she was helping her give a, get a bath because uh, this is a little person. Uh, 
I, I don't like saying midget, but in case nobody knows what, you know, little, little people, uh, she's a little people. I think she has spinal dysplasia. Uh, really, she wore these special shoes. She, you know, she, she was special needs. She needed help doing a lot of things. And uh, so the, the mother is giving her a bath. Notices she has pubic hair at between six and eight years old, which is yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, you know. And you and you and you sit there and you think like, damn. So the wife called the husband in and said, "Look at this," and he seen pubic hair. So they were like. You know, questioning this girl, like, how old are you? We we don't know how old you are because you're having, you, you have pubic hair. So, uh, the, next, the next thing is that they said that she had a period. Now, anybody who knows children and, uh, you know, my daughter is is 21 now, and I, I don't know when she went through puberty. My wife does. You know what I'm saying? Like, she went in, she gave her a bath. She, you know, she done all that stuff. I, I it, it grosses me out because I don't want to know. That's my baby. I, you know what I mean? I don't never want her to go through puberty. <laughs> so, uh, but my son, now my son, he, I noticed, like, when he started getting hair underneath his arms, I knew if there's hair underneath your arms, there's hair down there. And it's, uh, so, it, you know, it, it didn't surprise me there. But my son was like 12, I believe, some, somewhere around in there. So they're thinking that this this little girl is like, you know, older, you know, like, 16, 17 years old. Uh, so they start questioning her. Well, all she said, all she kept saying is, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. And, and, you know, it, it really had, it had me wondering. So of course it had the fucking parents wondering. Of what, you know, what the fuck is going on? What have we got here? What have we gotten ourselves into? So they call the adoption agency and try to figure out how old this child is. And the adoption agency tells them she is between six and eight years old. So after that, it got to a point where the girl was, uh, she was having some, some real problems. She would take, now this couple had three biological sons, three biological sons. The oldest son was a, a genius at, I believe, 12 years old. He was doing like uh, physics, like, major physics shit 
he was they they labeled him a genius. I think he went to MIT, uh, graduated. He started going uh, going places and speaking and te- you know telling people about you know the the physics and all this stuff. And the mother and the you know father are making money off this, and they're 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 kind of well off, and so. It starts the two the two younger brothers, this girl Natalia would start taking stuff that they liked, like matchbox cars and 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 shit like that, and throwing them in the fucking street. And so the boys would go to you know get in. They would go and get their car, their their toy, and almost get by hit hit by a real fucking car. In the middle of the road. And she kept telling people that she wanted to hurt them. And uh, even found knives under her mattress. Butcher knives. And this little bitty three foot chick is hiding fucking knives underneath her bed. I'm I'm like, what in the fuck? So they found additionally it was the mother, the the adopted mother mother and a friend of hers went in to the bedroom and found alcohol, matches, uh the you know the type type that are in the box the wooden matches, found a whole thing of those and another butcher knife under this child's bed, the, you know, underneath Natalia's bed. And it, it starts fucking freaking them out, scaring the shit out of them. So they wake up one night, the husband, uh, I could say Michael, uh, wakes up. That's the, that's the adoptive father. Michael wakes up and he sees Natalia standing at the end of their bed with a fucking butcher knife in her hand. And you know they're like, "Ooh, wait a fucking minute, man!" Which anybody would. You know, I, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like if it, if if somebody. Or, you know, is standing at the end of my bed with a fucking butcher knife, you know, I'm kick, you know, kick your ass. I, I kick that little bitch. And, but that's just me. You know, I'm a real motherfucker. And I figure if you're standing at my bed, catching me at my, one of my most vulnerable point uh, points of being asleep, something's up. You've already made statements that you don't like them. You hate them. She screams what she screamed out. I hate you. And they give her, uh, they give her all kind of like, you know, little stuff like uh, Ukrainian stuff. This lady comes by and starts speaking Ukrainian. And this little, this little girl has no idea what this lady's saying. 
So now the family's questioning, is she from Ukraine? Like, really? So it's a closed adoption. For anybody that don't know, a closed adoption means you don't know, you don't meet the parents, okay? You do not meet the parents. Um, you, you don't know anything about the, the, the birth, the, the mother who gave birth, any of that. It's, it's totally closed off. You're getting this, this, this child, and that's it. That's what you have to run off of. And so they're like, damn, we done adopted this fucking psycho chick who is running around like the movie The Orphan. And it even gets compared in the documentary to The Orphan. It really does. It, it gets, you know, uh, compared to that movie. And it, it is fucking, it, it is a trip, man. Guys, I'm telling you. This documentary had me so fucking up and down. It, it, it was nuts. It was fucking nuts. So they send Natalia to court. Uh, and a, a doctor basically said that all of the signs that he has seen, this girl is around between 17 to 22 years old. Yeah. Fucking crazy. So, uh, you know, you get this, this information that you not only didn't adopt a seven or a six, between six and eight year old child, You've adopted a fucking adult, a crazy adult who has tried to hurt your kids, uh, hurt your, you know, hurt you. And there's a, a, another little, another, like they're washing dishes. This is another story there. There, uh, Natalia gets up. And she wants to help her adopted mother wash dishes and clean. So, the, you know, the mother's like, okay, yeah, get it, you know, come on up. You know, learn, learn how to do dishes. That, that's awesome. Well, the mother gets up, go, she goes into another room, comes back in. She's got a cup of coffee sitting up there. She picks up her cup of coffee and she starts drinking it. And as soon as she takes a sip, she tastes pledge. And this little bitch tried to poison her. She tried to poison her. And it automatically, see, all this stuff puts the parents on the defense. Now, at this time in the documentary, you're like, man, wait a minute. You know, th this is, this is fucked up. Th this is really fucked up. They need to do something about this. Um, something, something is going on. Something is fucking going on. And it, so they, they send her off 
they get her they get her age changed to I believe twenty two. I think that's what it is. So they send her off to this mental institution, mental hospital, and she gets in there and starts making sexual advances towards these other adults that are in there with her. Now, she's supposed to be between six and eight years old, and she's making sexual advances towards these guys. Now, this is what the staff is saying. They don't know any any sexual stuff. They just know that she has some kind of fucking problems, and coming from, you know, somebody, myself, who has mental issues, but... I ain't no motherfucking pervert. You know what I mean? Like, if I, when I was a kid, I wasn't looking for, you know, to feel somebody up if I was in a mental, you know, a mental institution. And this is what this chick was doing. So they had to move her and move, move her out to a secured part of the hospital. Uh, they finally release her back into the custody of the adoptive family and their the the adoptive family uh which is Christine and Michael like i said the documentary says the name so it's it uh, i don't think i'll get in any trouble for that uh but they take her and they they want her out of the fucking house. So they take her to, uh, I can't, I can't remember the name, but it's in, it's in Indiana and put her in this apartment. Cause they're thinking this chick is between 18 and 22 years old. They put her in an apartment. The neighbors, at the apartment, you know, they, they seen her, they, you know, they talked to her because again, you know, she's a little person. She's, uh, you know, there by herself. They're offering to, to help her. And this chick starts walking into their house, just going into their house. And, she gets caught and she's like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Do you have any food? Now, the adoptive parents, you can, uh, during the interview or during the, during the documentary, you can see that she, they have bought her all kinds of food. And it's, it, it gets kind of weird because all the neighbors are seeing this this little chick walking around and she's doing things by herself she's pulling a big ass trash can up these you know up this ramp so she's able to do things you know by herself that's another reason why they thought she was an adult uh, then an incident happens where her and well, she sees this little boy and he's he's rolling down the hill in the grass. 
we all done that shit, you know, I mean, that's, that's part of, of growing up, you want to go sledding, you want to go, uh, you know, if you live down south like we do, I mean, the sledding is card, you get on a piece of cardboard and ride that motherfucker down on the grass or roll down the hill, you know, and that's what they were doing. So she hops in, starts doing that with this, with this young boy and the young boy's father sees Natalia start touching this child around his private area. So he immediately runs out and he knows like, you know, this bitch lives alone. She's an adult. You can't be touching my son like that. And he tells her, you know, like, what the fuck are you doing? Get away from my son. Don't, don't, don't talk to my son again. Stay away from my son. Everybody in this complex strip has complained about this, this chick, Natalia. And so they end up kicking her out and there's this old, this older lady, uh, who, who seen everything and was like, you know, no, she, th- there's something wrong with this girl. You know, th- this chick is having some fucking problems. She's having some problems and she is a problem. So, it's to the point now where the parents don't like don't they they don't want nothing to do with her the adoptive parents uh the the mother the adopted mother christine picks up and they move to canada they move to canada and uh, well, excuse me. Before they move to Canada, they move her to uh, Lafayette, Indiana, and they they got them on record rec- uh, recording and saying that this is a white trash town. Uh, nobody's gonna notice her. She's just gonna live. But the thing is, they put her in an apartment. Where when you first enter, there's like five steps. Uh, Then she goes up, there's like another three steps to get to her door. Then to get to her apartment, she has to walk up like 12, 13 steps. Uh, Now again, you know, this girl has to wear special shoes, you know, these little special boots. Um, she has the spinal spinal dysplasia and a, a severe dwarfism, uh, which you know causes a problem in itself. It, it really does, man. It causes a problem in itself, and so you're you're at this time you are feeling sorry for this girl, you know. But then you're like, well, she kind of, I mean, she kind of deserves to to get moved in somewhere, but not with all them steps. That's one thing that, that I, that threw me off. And I was just like, man, you know, y'all could at least found her a spot that did not have, that was accessible for a person with her disabilities. Uh, after they get this, this apartment for her, 
they, you know, put up, put the electricity on, give her a cell phone, uh, buy her some groceries, and the family moves to fucking Canada because their older son is having this book deal. They're writing a book about, uh, I, I think his name is Jacob, uh, you know, I, I'm not, you'll have to watch it and make sure, uh, I'm not sure. So, uh, it, it's kind of fucked up because when they get up there, the husband, now the husband is very, uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to call him gay. Uh, he's, he's very metrosexual. He's very, um, uh, what is the word? He's, uh, he has a, he has a strong feminine side to him. Uh, so they get in, him and the wife get into it and she's telling him, uh, the money's mine. The, the, the book deal is mine. You don't have excuse me, you don't have anything, um, and they're in the car, and she starts recording him, well, dude snaps, and says, shut the fuck up, I'm gonna kill you, she's, the mom records it, and the, the dad, he, he splits, he takes off, and he comes back to Indiana. And so while they're, while the mom's still in Canada, he's in Indiana, he finds out that the cell phone has been turned off, the electricity had been turned off, and nobody was around helping this Natalia. Uh, so he goes over, uh, and everything gets turned back on. It you know it, it gets it gets turned back on, and uh, so again the adopted father just wants to leave her alone. Well, you know doesn't want anything to do with her. And which I man, you cannot blame this man. You cannot blame him. I mean, who in the fuck? Like if you come, if we adopt, if I adopt. Somebody like that, hell to the no. Your ass is going back. Straight up. And they even mentioned in there, done her like a, a, a dog, you know, a puppy. Like, that that bit you and you don't want it no more. Well, fuck yeah. I mean, if you get an, an, an aggressive dog or whatever, aggressive anything, you're not going to want that in your, fa in your family. Because you're not going to know... That dog could, or that, or whoever, whatever, could fucking kill you. And no. So, the dad just, he doesn't really have anything to do with her. Uh, he kind of cuts her off, but keeps the electricity and uh, goes by and checks on her every now and then. So, these neighbors... Uh, last name Mans 
seen her at this, uh, it was like this, it was like a school for her to get her GED. And that's what she was trying to do and, and you know, get her GED, like, get, make herself worth, I guess, find her worth. And uh, they see her, they see how she's treated, and they take her in. They, they take her in their home, and they call uh, DHS or, you know, child services and tell them that this girl has been abandoned, that they, they have abandoned this girl, and the next thing she knows, or the next thing the husband knows, he gets a call from his wife in Canada. She's done showed this video uh, of him threatening her to the police. So they have charges pending against him. He also sees a story about what's going on. I guess it was in the paper, uh, you know, child being abandoned, let, you know, left to her own devices, and father facing uh, abandonment charges. And he calls the police. And he tells them, hey, I'm reading this story, and it's saying that I have charges pending against me for abandonment. You know, and, and the cop's like, yes, you do. And you're, you're going to have to either turn yourself in or we'll come and get you. So the father turns himself in. Now, the whole while, the mother is up in Canada. She's still in Canada. Uh, he, uh, Michael, the adoptive father, he is facing, with these charges, he is facing like 16 years in prison. Uh, his attorneys, which are good fucking attorneys, I ain't gonna lie, man, they had the dream team for this cat. And, you know, dude, had, he had money, you know, driving a little Corvette and all this shit, and he has to go and go on trial and risk the possibility of 16 years in prison. And even the attorney, uh, he was like, I don't think my client's going to do well because he's soft. He's soft. And he's, he's not, he's not going to be able to handle prison. So they're doing everything they can and they're pulling out all the stops, um, to even coach this guy how to look in, in court because he is a very um, animated, that's the word I'm looking for. He's very animated when he talks. His hands are moving and he, and he talks like this. He's like, he's very feminine. He's very, um, yes, I, we, now Natalia Da da da, you know, and you can tell, man, dude, dude is soft. 
I mean, they were eating him up in prison, literally, <laughs> literally. And, you know, it's, it's like you better call Tyrone because <laughs> he's going to be waiting for your ass in, in, in the cell block. And it, they just anyway, they, they are, are teaching this guy how to act. Because he is very, he is a, he's kind of a drama queen. Uh, honestly, he's again, he's very a- a- animated. Uh, it shows one point to where uh, he's going again. Now he's going against the wife, uh, which it turns out that the wife is the one who done a lot of the uh, the abuse. Uh, she. He said that she would put Natalia on the wall, face first on the wall. Now, remember, she's standing, and, you know, this this girl can barely walk. Now, you know, this is kind of fucked up. And she's telling her, you know, who are you? Tell me who you are, where you come from, or you are staying on that fucking wall. She, the father comes home from work, Michael. And he says that this chick, Christine, the wife, the, the, the adoptive mother, is beating this chick, has thrown her on the ground, Natalia, and is beating her close fist. Now, the crazy shit is, this guy, Michael, during the interview, gets on the floor, and he's like, now make sure you get this whole thing. Like, like, you know, the whole camera, I want you to see this. And he starts wailing on the floor, on this carpet, so much that it, that it fucks his hand up. And he was like, that's how he was beating her. Or she was beating her. Now, again, the Christine, she was a, a decent sized woman, uh, and beating this little this little girl. I mean, regardless if she's 22, 32, I mean, she's still a little person. You know what I mean? So, like, you can't go ham and, and just start whooping her ass, like beating her ass. And so she puts her back on the wall, nose against the wall, leaves her there. The husband's like, you know, don't you think this is this is enough? And she turns around, looks at him, and says, "You better stand by your wife." And that's the way that you know the guy says it. And he's like, "You know, or you'll never see your kids again." So it comes to light that that he, she is using the two youngest boys, the, well, all three of the boys, as a weapon, which is done a lot. A lot. Um, it's it's done. The majority I've seen, and excuse me, the the majority I've seen is it's women using the child as a as leverage, and children are never to be used as leverage at all. That's, you know, I dealt with that with my son's mom. Um, that's why we don't, we don't even talk. 
I don't I don't care to talk to her. I don't care to hear from her. My son is grown. Uh, you know, now my daughter's mother. The, we, you know, we're still together. You know, that's that's my wife. I mean, we're we're that's my best friend. That's my support. I mean, we have a, a good relationship. Do do we do we argue? Of course, but she would never beat my daughter because she didn't. She wouldn't tell her something, and that's what it was. So it comes to light that the oldest boy, Jacob, uh. Would, was told to pee in Natalia's bed and to piss on her stuffed animals so they could blame that on her. And so this is where it starts twisting and turning, and you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? And it is, it's so crazy. It is so fucking crazy, guys. Like when you watch this motherfucker, you 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 are gonna run up and down. It's a roller coaster, and it has two seasons, six episodes, I believe, on each season. And the first one is mostly about the parents uh, trying to get rid of her, and so all this again took place before they got her reaged got her her own apartment and but again so fast forward to when she's in the apartment uh the the father the you know Michael is texting or Facebook messaging something and telling the wife hey turn her phone back on turn the electricity back on and, you know I'm going to go get her groceries and she up and just disappears because she goes and she lives with this family, the man's, uh, and the, now the male in that household is a preacher. He's a bishop and the mother, they, and they, they adopt, have like, I don't know how many adopted kids. I think they got 13 kids. 13 fucking kids. I mean, that's that's cool, but 13 kids, I mean, that's, woo, that's, that's too much for me, man. I mean, unless they're grandkids, because you can always send the grandkids back, you know, or a friend's kids, you know what I mean? Like, they going home. But this, uh, they took this girl in. And so, again, Michael is looking and and Christine, they're you know waiting for to take her to trial, and basically for abandoning a, a, a child. So Michael ends up going to court. Uh, I, I don't really want to give the the spoiler alert or anything. Uh, What's up, Mohammed? Welcome to the podcast, brother. We are talking about the curious case of Natalia Grace. And this is a real life fucking horror story. 
they they have adopted this child um and everything it's a whirlwind i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to upload this episode and you can hear it you can check it out so the father ends up going to court uh i i don't really want to spoil it but it turns out good for the father you know he's he turns out it turns out good now it's they're trying to blame everything on the wife the adoptive mother and it's they call her evil they nickname this bitch evil and it comes come to find out that she has sprayed this this little girl with mace in the fucking eyes and asking her, who are you? Where do you come from? Where do you come from? Are you, you know, like, how old are you really? And the girl's like, I'm, I'm eight years old. And well, they've already got a re-age to fucking, you know, tw- she's 22 is what they think. And... It, it's it, it's uh, I'm telling you, man. It is an up and down roller coaster. Uh, the the episodes, uh, Muhammad. If you can get, like I said, it's on Discovery Plus. It's uh, the Curious Case of Natalia Grace. Fucking whirlwind, whirlwind. A real life horror story. And when I mean horror, I mean it, it, it is it is terrifying of the things that go on and. It's it is a literally a roller coaster ride because you don't know who to pull for. You have no fucking clue who to pull for. And you know what I'm saying? Like you you're just like, you know, do we believe this fucking chick? You know, this this girl? Or do we believe the parents? And so you have no fucking clue. But right now, uh we gonna we gonna take a break. We gonna take a smoke break. Uh, today I am smoking fucking white runts. It is a uh, a hell of a fucking sativa, man. I or, uh, indigo. I loved it. It's it's turned out to be one of my favorite fucking strains. Uh, but I'm gonna put on this music right quick, man, and I'm gonna go ahead and. Shit's messing up here. Uh, okay, so yeah, it's 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 fucking crazy, man. Anyway, we're gonna take a smoke break, man. Check out, I'm gonna be playing some uh, "I'm So Faded" by T-Shine and Trap Bastard, and uh, yeah, let's smoke. Fire ass 
that one hit, like, you hit that motherfucker one time, you're like, hello, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, like, uh, this, this documentary is, again, man, it, it's fucking wild, like, so fucking crazy, so, it, it's, it's a two-parter, uh, I've basically gone over the first half of it, uh, the first, the first, you know, season, I would say. Um, and I'm going to, this, this is a two part. I'm going to be doing a two part for this documentary. Uh, the next, the next time I'm on, I'm going to be talking about, uh, Natalia's response. So they do have a, an interview with her and it's, that's where the shit really starts to fucking like <laughs> crazy, fucking crazy. So, I mean, guys, y'all have to, if you have to go, man, get discovery plus, you know, make you a little seven day free trial, watch this motherfucker and you can cancel it, but you got to check it out. It is uh, beyond flip flop, like again, so many twists, uh, so many turns in the story, uh, just the the craziness, and the ending is going to fucking freak y'all motherfuckers out. I'm telling you, the ending is fucking nuts. It it blew, it blew me away, and I and I'm I'm telling like literally blew me back in my seat, and I'm a big ass dude like I'm two seventy six. I just got weighed the other day at the psychiatrist's office, so I know. <laughs> but yeah, man, you got to check this out, uh, guys. I believe I may do um, part two. I may do part two Monday. Uh. I don't really do the podcast on the weekend because, you know, I spend that with my wife. I go and, you know, I write all that, you know what I'm saying? I do my shit. Um, so, yeah, man, guys, definitely, if 
if you just got to go and get, if you already have Discovery, check the motherfucker out. If you've already seen it, if you have already seen this, man, email us and or message us on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. <clears throat> what you thought about the, the documentary. If you've already seen it, you can email us at uh, the horror movie hood review at gmail.com horror movie hood review at gmail.com. Uh, we've had that one since the beginning of the show, so we you know we keep that. Uh, you can go to Facebook, hit us up. On the horror movie hood review, uh, Instagram, same thing. The horror movie hood review, TikTok, the horror movie hood review, everything. The horror movie hood review. Get a hold of us. Let us fucking know what you thought about it. Uh, also, man, let us know what you think about the podcast. If you like the podcast, send us a fucking email. Uh, if you have a, a movie that you want us to review. Let us know. Uh, if I have not seen it, which that is, that's very rare. I'm I'm a fucking diehard horror movie fanatic. I've been doing this show coming up on three years. And coming up on a hundred episodes. So, um, I'm on it. But again, you know, if you guys, if there's something that, that you guys, even that I have seen, want me to review, holla at us. Hit us up on the email. If there's something that you don't like about the show, holla at us. We love any type of criticism, constructive or not, you know, destru or destructive. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like anything that we can add. Uh, I usually do a uh, a rating when I do this. So. Uh, yeah, I usually do a rating on this, but I, I'm not going to do it until I do finish up the, the part two. And so, yeah, I, I just got a uh, Facebook message. I was looking at that. So, yeah, man, y'all, you know, hit us up. Let us know what's going on. You know, let us up, you know, let us know what you think about the show. If you want a movie review, if you've watched this documentary, what you think about it, um, all kind of, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, you got all the addresses, uh, all the emails, hit us up, holla at us. But uh, first, I, man, I want to give a shout out to uh, all the people who, who stand behind this podcast. And uh, one of them is the Wildwood Reserve Barbershop in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, it's 1330 uh, North Northeast Broad, I believe is what it is, but 1330 Broad Street, Murfreesboro. And, man, they have got, it is the cleanest laid back. Uh, it is a true barbershop. Like when you walk in, you get the feel of a barbershop. And they've got all kind of products, man, for your beard, all kind of products for your skin, uh, soaps, beer balms, beer oils. Uh, they have it all. They do. They have it all. Uh, and 
it, it's yeah, man, it's a good friendly place. So uh, and it's ran by my fucking brother Wally Holt. Uh, he's the owner operator, and he's made it made it a great great thing, man. So got to give them a shout out, and uh, they also it's uh, they got a website that's uh, com. Uh, so you can go on there and check it out. They got. Uh, clothes, they have all kinds of stuff, so go check them out, also uh, I'd like to you know, try star marketing solutions, uh, if you have a small business, you have a big business and you want to get it noticed and you know, have your views <clears throat> kept, you know, kept up and your, you know uh, how many times your website gets hit, and they they just do the whole damn thing. We use them. Wildwood Reserve Barbershop uses them. Uh, the Wiser Choice Realty uses them, uh, and it's ran by my cousin, uh, Big John, John Wiser. Much much love, much love. Shout out. Uh, he runs it. Does a hell of a job. Does a hell of a job. He will have your business jumping, brother. I promise you. Um, also the, the wiser choice realty, she works, uh, I, I don't, I think it's, I think it's all of, of Tennessee, not sure, but if you are looking for a house in that area in Tennessee, Nashville, uh, Murfreesboro, anywhere, Gallatin, Mount Juliet, uh, holla at Carla, Carla Weiser. And it's the Wiser Choice Realty. And she will get you fucking taken care of. I guarantee you that. Also want to give a shout out to my fucking homeboy, Chris, uh, my producer. He's uh, he's he's financed this whole show for the last year. <clears throat> Always promoted it. Produced it. Uh, really put a lot of work in it. And, you know, so definitely want to give him a huge shout out. Got to give my homeboy, uh, Track Bastard, who is my partner. Also, you can get you can get the albums. They're still out there. It's T-Shot and Track Bastard. Uh, one word, or actually, excuse me, two words. Um, but you can look us up on any any social media. I, iTunes or, what you know, uh, Amazon Listen. Spotify, um, YouTube music, uh, anywhere. Just look it up. It's, it's T-S-H-O-N and Track Bastard. T-R-A-C-K-B-A-S-T-A-R-D. Uh, the, the album names are Mentally Ill and Concrete or Lead. <clears throat> and it's some dope-ass music. And again, check it out. Let us know what you think. You got the emails. Uh, again, if you don't, if you don't have the emails, and I will give them again uh, at the horror movie hood review at gmail dot com. Then horror movie hood review at gmail dot com. TikTok the horror movie hood review at t at uh boy I'm. TikTok, 
the horror movie hood review instagram the horror movie hood review um everything the horror movie hood review also gotta get a, a fucking shout out to my fucking nephew jelly jelly roll man jay i am so proud of you he just got nominated for two fucking grammys um artist of the year he, he's already won artist artist uh, uh new artist of the year i believe and from the cmt awards he's won three cmt awards and he's doing the damn thing i'm so fucking proud if you have not heard of this man his name he goes by jelly roll just like the fucking donut jelly roll and he's he's phenomenal that's my nephew uh when I done music, he said that I was an inspiration for him to do music. But now this cat is, he inspires me to keep doing music. And I'm a huge fan. He's, he's turned a mentor into a fan. And there's nothing fucking cooler than that. So again, man, check him out. Jelly Roll. J-E-L-L-Y-R-O-L-L. Go check him out. You can find him. You can Google him. You can look him up on uh, YouTube. Uh, any any media platform, dude is on it. And yeah, so much love. Uh, send a Scott. Send a, send a shout out to my motherfucking dude, Scott D. Ford. Man, I, I love this fucking cat, man. Like that's that's my brother. Uh, good fucking people, man. Good people. Uh, if you need your land surveyed, holla at him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sure of the company, but, you know, look up, look up Scott DeFord on Facebook. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, much love. Much love to all my people. Much love to, to the people who's chimed in today and joined the show. Thank you so fucking much. Uh, I, again, I do this for, for y'all. I'm, I, I'm, I got PTSD, agoraphobia, which means I don't leave my house, uh, social anxiety, and I, I have to have had to do something. So I'm doing this for you guys. Hopefully you find it funny. Hopefully you find it cool. If not, I'm sorry. That means, you know, holla at me on the email. Let me know what I could do better. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, uh, it's Friday. I hope you guys have a great fucking weekend. Watch some horror movies. Smoke a lot of fucking weed. And above all, man, stay fucking safe. Y'all stay safe in this crazy-ass world we live in, man. It's, 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 it's wild. And, uh, but, yeah, man, y'all, you know, st stay safe. Keep tuning in to the show. Again, there will be a part two for this documentary episode of the curious case of Nat Natalia Grace. So there will be a part two, and it's going to come. Like I said, I might do it Monday. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm been doing. I'm trying some new medication for my uh, for my schizophrenia, and it, it, man, I'm still not awake. Like it, it's one thirty my time, and I'm still like zombieing around. So, and another thing, guys, you know, we we really are, you know, mental health awareness. You know, mental health, it deals with everything. If you're not, if your mentality is not healthy, you're not going to be healthy. You're not going to be healthy. So, 
uh, yeah, man, you know, y'all, you know, reach out to somebody who you think you see is having a bad day. Like they post something and they're having just a bad fucking day. Reach out, man. Tell them, say, hey, bro, I love you. You know, or, or what's up, man? I'm thinking about you, man. Or, you know, I hope everything is well. If you need to talk, call me. Because that, I mean, that, that could save lives. That could turn that per, whole person, the person's whole day around. Whole week. Just that one thing. So, uh, yeah, man. You know, let's, 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 you know, everybody love everybody. Oh, Jackie Moon, you know, that's, that's the, that's what we need to do. You know, everybody love everybody, but man, I tell you what, dude, I'm hitting my time. I'm going to jump up out of here. I'm going to, you know, smoke a little more weed, try to wake up, uh, which is fucking indigo. It ain't going to let me wake up too soon, but it's all good. It's the weekend. It's the fucking weekend, man. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm going to upload this episode so you guys can listen to the whole episode. Uh, give me about, like, ten minutes and it'll be up and ready. But, uh, man, yeah, everybody have a great fucking weekend. Again, smoke a lot of fucking weed. You know, watch some horror movies. And, again, be safe uh, from the Horror Movie Hood Review and your boy T-Shine. Much love. I hope you have a great fucking weekend. And, above all... Everybody, peace.